Hi everyone, welcome back to Window Chats with Robin, the Instagram live podcast that I film. Oh my gosh, my intro. Okay, let me try again. Mulligan, here we go. Uh, hello everyone, welcome back to Window Chats with Robin, the Instagram live podcast where I sit on my window and chat with very interesting people. You know, you think it would be like off the cuff by now, how many episodes, but the struggle was real today. It's cool. Oh, also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, ooh, Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio, IGTV later on, a little clip on the Facebook page, in a lot of places. That's that's, uh, what I do. Oh my gosh, guys, the pitch is a struggle. This is what's happening. Oh, also I added a disclaimer. Uh, Things that we say, uh, let's be careful. (laughs) Uh, Viewer discretion is advised kind of thing, but I never know how to phrase it. So yes, I said it would be better today. It was not, I will own up to that. This was a painful intro. I have lowered the bar greatly, so now when my guests come on, they're gonna look great. And Jenna, I like set the bar low for her. It's gonna be awesome. I know Jenna from Statler's, so that was, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many years ago that was. But she is delightful, and I'm excited, and I'm gonna try to invite her in. Oh, I almost wrote a message. Oh, hello, Corey. Yes, I am doing well, thank you. I am very much struggling with technology today. Why doesn't it want to work? Uh, There we go, okay. Let's see if it will work. I like to uh, just talk about what I'm doing. I'm clicking buttons now, that's what's happening. I'm, oh, here we go. Okay, sending recording. Jenna, I hope it works. Sent it out, you never know. I also hope you didn't catch that intro because, uh, hi. (laughs) Hello. How are you doing? I like the cameo in the back. Hello, sir. He waved. (laughs) <laughs> He's trying. amazing but how I are you think. doing oh my gosh thanks for doing this oh, thanks for having me just coming at you from uh, my cabin in the woods out here <laughs> I was just wondering I'm like this is a really cool rustic looking place where is this in Toronto okay it's not uh, yeah like it just stormed so you're probably either gonna hear rain is this like a humble brag you're gonna hear rain or like all of the tropical bird style sounds so it's one or the other. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I was going to ask, again, I'm trying to remember. Okay, I'm not going to ask for a specific location because next thing you know, 100 people are flocking to your cottage. But that's so fun. Here, yeah, check it out. Let me, I'll take you on a spin. Oh, I love this. I felt like I was going to say we. Oh, this is so nice. Look at that. Oh my gosh, trees. Yeah, have you seen Nature. Them? Have you seen trees lately in the GTA? Uh, I like I like the cement. It's uh, really smell the fresh cement. It's lovely. That's uh, <laughs> all. Are you there for the whole weekend? That's nice. Oh no, we live here. What? What? You live? I live here. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool. Oh, it it has been a while then. I okay. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. So we were living in Toronto on Queen Street. And when the P word started getting intense, uh, we really quickly scooted off, like with literally no notice. Like it was a Saturday and we were like, should we go to Manitoba to see your parents, my partner's parents? And we left at like 7 a.m. Monday and just hopped in the car. I had literally like three outfits, mostly sweatpants, um, had no idea how long we were going to be gone. And then that's when like shit hit the fan with the with the, with the COVID crisis. 
And like, we were halfway there when Ontario went into lockdown and we were like, oh, <laughs> we're in like a hotel in Thunder Bay. And so we got to Manitoba, moved in with Jordan's parents, stayed away from them in the house for like two weeks and ate in the basement and that. And then uh, we ended up just not leaving. And we had literally a Queen Street apartment just sitting there empty with my friend taking care of my plants. I, I like I'd asked my girlfriend to take care of my plants for a couple of weeks, it cut to like five months later. And then so eventually we were like, we should really go deal with that and make some decisions about our life. So we did. And we bought this, this cabin on the water in Manitoba and got an apartment in the Niagara region. And now we live between those two places and cut Toronto out of the equation. I love how you could get two places for the price of one place in Toronto. That, that is what I'm taking away from this story. Honestly, I mean it. Like, I mean it. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. I know. I keep saying I'm going to move. And then I look at prices and I go, maybe I'll just die and rent forever. Just kind of die. Not, like, not physically die, but like die where we are. You know, like that. Oh, God, that, that was bad. Uh, but yeah, that's not uh, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so <laughs> that Toronto prices are insane and before things changed I never saw myself leaving I was there for 10 years but now I'm not acting anymore I don't need to be there most of my clients are international like a lot of them are in the states and so here we are see I, I find that so interesting because I still thought I don't know. I always see you as a performer. That's how I know you. I met you at Statler's. You were hosting. You were singing. I saw you in that Songbuster thing. You're improv and musicals. I, I just know you as a performer. So how did you just decide to stop? Yeah, it wasn't easy. It definitely wasn't easy. I just definitely cried. But so this, this career in social media, managing social media, marketing, like it's not really as like just about influencers, Instagram and like that sort of thing. It's really marketing that I'm passionate about and the like psychology behind it and all of that, copywriting, all of those things. It found me and I resisted it for so long. Like for so like literally one of my first jobs was doing the social media for a yoga studio that I was doing an energy exchange at. And I was just there Sunday mornings working the desk so that I could get free classes that I never went to. <laughs> and and the owner was like, Jenna, uh, you seem to know a lot about Instagram. Will you take over our Instagram? And I was like, no, that's not something that I do. And then he asked again and again. And then one day he would, and I was just like, I'm an actor. I also bartend this. That's what I do. What do you mean market for you? I have no, like I have an awareness of public image from a lifetime in like the spotlight, but like, that's it. And uh, yeah. So one day he was like, Jenna, what day is good for you this week to come by and discuss your rate? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I started managing his Instagram and Facebook for this yoga studio and I loved it. I had the time of my life. I was like dragging photo equipment across the city, getting yogi influencers to come by and, and giving them free photo shoots in exchange for shout outs and running like contests to win passes. And like, I was having the best time. And then I started doing this social media for the bar I was working at. And then people started sending me referrals. And then it just kind of blew up from there. And it got to the point where it was like, in as an actor, I'm fighting every day. And I've done everything that you can name to like make it in that career, like make your own work, go to this class, send these letters, go to LA, like name the thing. I did the thing. And I just felt like it was a constant struggle. And then this started to just be easy. 
So you're really good at it. Thanks. <laughs> no, I read, I mean, look, I love my freebies. So obviously I downloaded your free thing that you offer on the, in the link tree. I'm like, this is adorable, but also so helpful because uh, it was like saying yes to questions I shouldn't have said yes to. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't uh, obsess over my posts. Maybe I need to talk to Jenna. Because uh, so like, this is what happens. Because I either post a lot or then I'm like, oh, I'm done with social media. Goodbye. No more posting. Or then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll keep posting. Uh, so I love what you said. Even things like you don't actually have to do more than two posts a week. I'm like, you're the first person to say that. Because everyone's like, yeah, you got to post every day. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to post every day. Here's a picture from my window. What is going on in my life right now? Very yeah. confusing. I, you know what? It's like all of the things that you're pegging right now is your challenges are things that we I've worked on people with. Like everything you're saying is like hyper common on the challenges. Like for instance, going in a spurt of posting every day and then burning out and running out of ideas and then not posting at all when you could have just been posting two posts a week this entire time and stayed consistent and not felt overwhelmed. Right. Or, and it's um, funny for people that don't know social media, it sounds like what's the big deal? You post a picture and move on. And I don't know, I because it's for me as maybe an actor or entrepreneur, whatever I feel like being today, it's it's your image, right? And you're putting it out there and whatever you're posting is connected to you. So for me, maybe the overthinker, but it just seems like I have to put work into it because, you know, people look at that, they go to your name and that's what they see and you go, okay, I, I got to care. Plus, like, I'm a little obsessed with Clubhouse and then it's linked to Instagram. I'm like, oh, God, I hope these people like me. That's there you go. Uh, do you, I can do this. Ta-da. Like, yeah, it, it's very, yeah, I feel as we're talking about this, I'm like, Oh, I want to redo my feed. Um, we're going to end this chat so I can redo my Instagram. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, well, don't panic. Don't go back and erase things. Just move forward stronger. I always say that too, okay. but like, I really, I'm a huge advocate of actors taking control of their feed because you get to control your public image. You get to control how you want to be seen. You get to keep showing up in front of people who otherwise would probably forget that you exist because we can't go anywhere and see anybody. But the challenge is how do we put a bunch of like, how do we make a post perfect without it taking a bunch of work, without it taking hours and stress? And there's kind of two parts to that. It's one, having a content strategy so that you know the types of content that you create and then creating systems around making each of those types of content easy to attain. So one way that that might look is meeting a photographer with and bringing five outfits and getting a whole bunch of photos in one day. So you don't need to just look out your window and take a picture of what you see because you've got a stockpile of 50 photos to choose from that all look different, right? So like I'm a huge advocate of making systems. I have a student who uh, teaches like, uh, fitness and team building and play. And she writes, she posts energy bursts. She's so good at it. She posts energy bursts on LinkedIn. And when she first joined the program, she was doing these energy bursts. She was getting a really good response from people, but it was taking a lot of time. So we made like a streamlined system and now it takes 20 minutes a day or she bulk creates them and then puts them on a schedule. And they just like, I love people sending hearts for that like bulk content creation. So I'm really about being specific in your goal and then streamlining the process so it doesn't need to be so stressful. This is, you're a great salesperson. I'm sold. So I, I'm like, but I also, it's, it's so hard for me because there's so much value in social media and putting yourself out there. But then there's also the cheap side of me that goes, maybe I should just keep stressing and then kind of figure it out. 
So I don't know. I'm in like a weird boat. We'll talk after. Uh, it's not better because you stressed about it, right? And the other thing is, the shit's going to disappear. Like we're on live right now. There's five people watching live. You're going to post this after. A few hundred people are going to see it over the next two or three days. And then... Not everyone knew only five people were watching, but now they all know. No, now it's six. There <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't get as many viewers live. They can see how many people are in the room. You don't get yeah, as many viewers right. live as you do on the replay, right? On, on the replay, a whole bunch of people are going to join. It's going to be, you know, we're both going to promote it. It's going to be a few hundred people. But three days from now, it's not going to be shown to anybody anymore. And then nobody's going to even remember. Oh. So, like, we're letting ourselves stress for hours and days about content that's only going to exist for three days. That's a good way to put, you'll appreciate this story. I, uh, the struggle with Instagram for me is real. Um, I never use it correctly. It's actually hilarious at this point because I'm still doing these lives. I'm like, oh, cool. Let's mess. How am I going to mess up today? It is what it is. But I was trying to share one of my, what's it called? What are these things? Lives. There we go. English. And I couldn't find the right profile picture. So I just posted it. And it was just my face going like, <laughs> and I was dying on the inside because I'm doing this weird phase where I'm like, tired or something but now you say it's only going to matter for three days makes me feel a lot better so it's just gonna be three days of a weird face and then people will move on or people will message me and be like robin why do you still have that weird face up but for those three days okay it's three no one more day and then after that i can move on and be like no one remembers that it's fine and it the other, good. You need to, when you're i'll talk to to entrepreneur robin for a second because this doesn't matter oh that's fair actors but like you need to constantly repeat your offer and your value and like how to contact you because people aren't listening. Like not only is this living only for three days, if you're lucky, reels live, live longer, but they also, people that read it aren't remembering it. People that see it aren't reading it. People like, you know, so we need to constantly be showing up, telling people like about your offer, why it matters, why it's going to change their life. And then repeatedly saying, click the link in my bio to download your free Instagram mastery manual. Oh. Yeah, guys, you should do it. Uh, it. It was really well done. I'm like, look at this. This is a whole thing. It's not just a little PDF one page. Like Jenna's got her stuff together. I was very impressed with you. <laughs> well, no, because I, I mean, look, I bring you on because I love your personality and I think you're awesome. But I'm like, oh, she's also doing some cool stuff. Your content is great. And it's funny you mentioned reels because I just saw you post something regarding why you should make reels and it motivated me to start making more reels. So oh, you, you know what? actually the download and it's at the link in my bio as well. Um, that shows you how to edit them. It's like a video and I gave it to my students because they were all stressing about reels and I shared my screen and showed you like how to edit it and then also peppered in a bunch of information on like thinking of ideas and stuff like that. So you can get that for free too. See, the freebies are appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> they are. I love my freebies. I'm like, I'm just going to take little nuggets. Uh, it's, but I love, but you know, what's really hard as an actor. It's like, what is my offer? I don't know. I'm putting my resume on my page. So you'll hire me. That's what I feel like at this point. Right. It, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I think that one way to look at it as an actor that makes you feel maybe a little bit more empowered is like not to think as much about like, yes, casting directors, just like you quoted me recently with my interview with Sarah Shep on where she told us casting director at man casting told us that she does look at actors, Facebook and Instagram to find out if a guy no longer has a beard or if somebody has a sleeve of tattoos. Um, and so it is important to show up professionally in those places. And when I was writing that a few years ago, I interviewed a few people, my own agent at the time, 
Um, and it's true. Like it is important to show up professionally and, and, and whatnot on social media. But anyway, to remove some of that stress, think about the other elements of your career that you have a little bit more control over um, instead of like producers and casting directors seeing you. Um, what are the other things that you're working on that are going to get you closer to that goal? So for instance, somebody in the program last time, uh, she was feeling this, like, who am I even talking to on here? And so we had her make a couple smaller goals. That's not like get a series lead, but like be asked to collaborate with someone in this performance niche. It was like related to the circus. Um, or um, it was things like create more collaborative uh, live streams with people. Like, like steps you're taking that mm -hmm. get your face on camera, get you in front of people, expand your network, keep like working those, those skills that you've got, you know? And cause those are goals that when you put them out there, shit starts coming back to you. Like write a musical, you put that on social media, like chances are people are gonna say, oh, you know, I do know a composer. Have you talked to this person to team up with? So think like, think the big goals, but also think about the little moves that you can be making just by putting it out to your network that that's what you want. I'm just absorbing everything. I'm like, everything you're saying makes sense. I really wish I would have spoken to you before the pandemic when I started delving more into Instagram, where I'm like, uh, oh, yes, I have nothing else to do. Let's let's figure out the gram. Uh, that's well, and like I do. I love doing things like this. And I'm I've guested on a lot of podcasts in like different niches. Like I've taught uh, social media for estheticians. So social media for prenatal fitness coaches, social media for women illustrators. Like I've like delved into niche communities and created content specifically for them and showed up. And then what happens is they end up in my program, right? And I get seen by hundreds of people. So dozens of people can then purchase from me. Great. You help the wide and then some people are going to come back into my sales funnel. Like full disclosure, it's not a secret. That's how it works. So when I'm looking for, like if I haven't like, been guesting on anything lately i'll literally go on instagram and say do you know that i do podcasts do you have a podcast i'd love to guest on your podcast and you know what happens people ask me to come guest on their podcast like it's that simple sometimes of just putting your goal out there and saying it loud uh you also have a guide to the zombie apocalypse yeah that's true too i have a guide to instagram and also a guide to the zombie apocalypse that's a throwback who is that C -Shio? that's chris oh hey chris <laughs> I can tell by the little headshot. I can't see that small. <laughs> That's okay. I got the I got the contacts in. That's uh, I actually can't really read, but I can always see the headshot. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know that guy. Okay. But it's so I I don't know. As you're saying this, you just it doesn't even sound like a sale. You're just you're giving people a lot of value, and I think I really admire that you're able to say, okay, this is the value that I bring, and you're able to put like, oh, I don't know how to say this, you're able to monetize it. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Because there's so many people that bring value, but are scared to say, you should pay me. Also, hi, Chris, I like the, that's so all, I don't know, I went on a rant. On the spot, tell the people watching. How oh, I don't know. I literally, okay, this is hilarious. I'm gonna just be, uh, I, I see on the clubhouse, <laughs> I'm like, how are people get, everyone's getting paid, they have the whole send money, whatever. And then everyone has like, buy me a coffee. I'm like, that is delightful. I would love a coffee. So I signed up for the app, buy me a coffee. I put it in the little link tree. And I'm like, 
is someone gonna buy me a coffee? I feel like a really weird person putting that in there. But then I also realized that the price is $5. And sadly, I'm like, that is a latte. Maybe I should change the name, buy me a latte. You know, but like $5, like that is the price of a coffee. Why am I paying that? And then I go down a whole rant of why is Toronto so expensive? And then it's really just a, a whole thing in my head. And then I go, oh yeah, focus. Uh, back to how to monetize anything. There you go. So it's it's a cycle of thoughts in my head all the time. It's yeah, a journey. So, well, there's geese. I love these tall windows because I get to see the geese fly. Can you hear them? Um, yeah, that's money mindset. Have you ever done work on your money mindset? Oh, oh God. I, I probably have not because I give away a lot of stuff for free. Yeah, I mean, I give away a lot of, well, I... Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. So I give away a lot for free, but it is in order to serve a wide audience. Uh, I initially started giving a lot away for free because I knew a lot of people that couldn't afford what my services were turning into. And I wanted to continue to serve them and I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, and also I give things away in a structure that uh, like here's behind the curtain. The structure is that you realize that if you worked with me, you'd go a hundred times faster, you know? So I'll give you the tools for free to, to take 10 steps forward. Um, so that if you like my style and if those steps work for you, then we could work together and then you could become a marathon runner. Do you know what I mean? I do. I wonder how you go from giving them things for free and then transitioning. Oh, hey, by the way, now I'm charging you. And I think that's an interesting conversation. <laughs> well, it's never okay, by the way, I'm charging you. It's here's, a, here's an opportunity to invest. <laughs> oh, that is genius. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how to say this stuff. Oh my gosh. I think it's so hard. I always talk with actors and it's this imposter syndrome of, oh, we couldn't possibly bring anything to the table. So we'll give everything away for free. Like, oh, this is so an opportunity. Oh, my God. Ah. Well, like you always want every choice you make, you want to make sure you're getting something out of it as, as much as the other person's getting something out of it. Right. So, for instance, something I would do for free, I would teach a class for $10, like a low price class. And then if you come to the class and you leave a positive review, then you get 30 minutes one on one. So I'm not going to do that anymore. I did that years ago because then it built up my star rating on Facebook so that I had, you know, X number of positive reviews. So we both got something. You got the free content and I got the reviews that I can now leverage, right? Always want to make sure both sides are benefiting. Um, and then it's, it's, so, it's so cliche to say, know your worth. Um, I don't think it is. I think it's just hard to know your worth. I hear a lot of people say that. I think it's a great conversation though. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's this like money mindset thing. Like we had someone, um, someone in the program who was saying that like someone offered to buy one of her items. She's a maker and like an artist. And so someone offered to buy one of her items and she hadn't posted the price. And so she stopped responding to this person. She got really nervous. She's like, well, what if when I tell her the price, she doesn't want it anymore? And like, why don't you hold off? Don't say you want it until I tell you how much it costs. And I was just like, friends, they want the thing. For some people, the price doesn't matter because you already sold them on the thing. They saw the thing, they saw you, they loved you, they love the thing, it's gonna match the living room. 
not everyone thinks $5 is a lot for a latte. Right? Oh, and you circled back. Dear God, that was good. Okay. I circled it back. Uh, Can I tell you, I've actually sometimes paid $7 for a latte as we're discussing. I'm like, why did I pay that? Oh, my finances. Okay. Let me tell you this. One of the biggest changes I ever saw in my, in my business, we're talking about money a lot. We were even planning on this, but is when I know. I was, as I was like a struggling actor and a bartender, one of the biggest changes I made is I had this epiphany. <laughs> so many have had before me. That was, I need to stop thinking about the next hundred dollars and start thinking about the next thousand dollars or the next $10,000 or the next $100,000 because every step you take that's like just trying to get a hundred bucks is time you could have invested making a thousand. So if I took that extra shift and let myself be tired for my audition the next day, I might make a hundred dollars in tips, but I'm not going to get the gig that I showed up hungover for, you know? I'm curious, have you ever not done an extra shift and then gotten the gig? Oh, probably. Sometimes it removes like, you don't care at all anymore. <laughs> You're that tired. <laughs> right, just like, let's see what happens. Maybe the care, it's a character choice. No one else came in that tired. And you walk yeah. in the room and you go, whatever, cards on the table. I don't have patience to second guess myself. Yeah, but that's also an example for um, how like a mindset change around finances can, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, right? Like if you accept, if you quote someone a hundred bucks, you're never going to know if they would have said yes, if you quoted them 10,000. I remember hearing this story where there was an individual who goes into every audition and he has a wad of cash in his pocket to remind him to not feel desperate. And I love that story so much. I don't do it because what am I going to be in my house with a wad of cash? Like it's a self tape. But the idea behind that of don't be desperate and it, oh, it was it was so powerful and an odd visual. I wonder if he was in the states. I think is it just a bunch of ones? Like I didn't get the monetary value, but I was curious. It doesn't matter because it's mindset. It could be monopoly money. It matters how he's thinking about it, not if That's there's actual money in his pocket. Jenna, you're blowing my mind right now. I have to like absorb so many things. This is. You've been, oh my gosh. So I, I go live quite often and I, for like a year I went live on Mondays and I asked my followers to drop a coffee cup emoji if they're catching the stream live and a wine glass emoji if they're catching the replay. And I did it every week. And now I see Lacey's in here dropping a coffee cup emoji, but this is your live, not mine. That's okay. That was exciting. Here's Lacey. Oh, that's so, oh, that's so fun. Jenna, you're so full of ideas. Dude, always get them to comment. So uh, comment below if you uh, are ready to take your money mindset seriously. It's seriously, it's all mindset. Like, I mean, I'm so into it right now because I've seen the changes that can come in your life and your business when you change the way that you look at things. And I mean, mm -hmm. I'm just going to repeat that example I said. If you, if you quote someone 100 bucks, you don't know if they would have said yes to 10000 Ooh, it went up. I thought you said a thousand last time. Now it's ten. Shit. Ooh. Not more. Like I, I wrote something the other day, and I was like, "When you use this system in my business that I teach you, you can be uh, ten times more effective." It was something like that, and my coach read it, and she's like, 
why not? Why 10 times? Why not a hundred times? Why not a thousand times? I'm like, shit, you're right. Thousand times more effective. 10,000. Sarge dropped a, a beer glass emoji. I like that. Cheers, Kev. Okay. <laughs> I, I was holding nothing. That felt really authentic. Uh. <laughs> Wait, okay. So question, do you work on your social media and then other people's social media? Like, do you have a certain time during the day where you do your thing? And then a certain time where you do other people's thing, like, how does this work for you? And then you're growing your business. Like, I'm, I'm just fascinated by everything you do. Great question. So if you're doing your social media day by day, that's when you're going to hit overwhelm and stuckedness and frustration. Uh, one of the biggest keys and things that I teach my students is to batch create your content so that you're just managing your account throughout the week. So you're sitting down for two hours on Monday doing the week's worth of content, or in our case, you're sitting down and doing like maybe a month's worth of content. Uh, and uh, each piece of content sort of hits a different bucket of your pieces of you that come together to form your public image. Uh, so anyway, in answer to your question, I've got a team now. I've got a team now. Oh my, what? So That's I'm awesome. fast and loose with my own account because I like to like be spontaneous and play with reels and uh, go live. And so I can, so I'll have like pillars that are scheduled and content that's, that's going to roll out that I do in advance. And then I also do <laughs> Paige says, yes, you do. Because Paige was my community manager for almost a year. And today was actually her last day because her business exploded and she can't do it anymore. Whoa. It's awesome. It's like a success story right now. Okay. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And she took my program and listen, Paige is brilliant. I refuse to not take some credit for her up-level marketing, um, but the business was just like destined to bloom. She's uh, if you are a parent with a child in the GTHA and you want swimming lessons that are survival first focused, Shining Star Swim School is your team that you're looking for. But anyway, so we have retainer clients and my team manages them and I'm, I'm, I'm like incredibly hands-on. I make some of the content still and uh, develop their marketing strategies with them. And then I also teach small business owners how to manage their own Instagram in a marketing focused way. Paige says, lol, you should take all my social media credit. Thank you. I've never heard anyone say lol. I always say LOL, but I love the lol. I want to start using it. It's based me some, yeah, it is. I know you're, you're more efficient. Just like, well, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should laugh out loud without even saying it. Just go, haha, whatever. Okay, no, that's too much. better if you had the Z. They don't do raw. What was raw to full? Rolling on the floor laughing. Raw to full. That's a side note. I was curious. Yeah, this is. <laughs> this is okay, so question. They have the content, but then do they also put, this is what, do they put the question, like their comments, what they're going to write, all the hashtags in like their notes section and that's all written out? Or is this a program that they have to buy? Because I was having this discussion with my husband, like the amount of time it takes me to put in the notes because it has a space bar and then I got to add the hashtags because I don't know why, but I don't, okay. Now you're looking at me like, Robin, what are you doing with social media? And I'm, I'm not worried. I feel judged. No, oh, God. Okay. yesterday, like somebody just asked me this yesterday. So you're asking, how do I recommend my students batch their content? Yeah, in terms of just the photo or then the photo and the, the wording. 
Okay. So here's how we do it. I, I give them like a bunch of spreadsheets that they can like populate and have open. One of them is just ideas. So you're sitting at your desk, you come up with an idea, you can pop it in there. So you don't need to go and write that right away. You can just have the idea so that when it's time to focus, you have the ideas at, at hand to spur you. Because one of the things people will do is they'll say they want to write when they're feeling inspired. But my outlook on that, and I know I'm not alone, is I think it's actually um, who writes the scary stuff, Stephen uh, King. Was it him that said, like, if you're a professional writer, you sit down and write. You don't just wait for inspiration. You just decide that it's time to work. So I'm a big advocate of that. When you sit down and it's time to write your content, you can refer to your ideas spreadsheet and you refer to your strategy, but you're just ready to go. So technically, um, you can either, some people get stressed writing it right into like software. So you can use, like, use a Google Doc if you want. Um, but I recommend everyone schedules their content on Later, which is a platform. Uh, the Later. Like, a whole bunch of photos and a calendar. So you just click the photo, drag it into the calendar and write your caption. And then it'll either send you a notification when it's time to post it, or it'll just auto post it for you. And for hashtags, I have my students create a hashtag document that, and this is what we do for our clients too, that organizes your hashtags through, through themes. So if you know that you post about women entrepreneurs, you know, you post about actors in Toronto and you know, you post about gelato. And these are three things that you post about all the time. Like you gelato. would research your hashtags uh, and put them all into like a group with a title on it. So then when it's time to put hashtags on a photo, all you need to do is decide which one matches the theme best, copy and paste it there. I themed hashtags. Well, See, I, I just combine it. I'm like, look at, look at all the hashtags I can write. Da, 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 look at me go. And then my thumbs are sore. And I go, why do I have hand pain? Oh, I've over hashtagged. Yeah. One, they're not going to work unless they're relevant to the photo or the caption, right? So if you post a picture of like you uh, making a presentation in front of a crowd and then you hashtag it gelato, it's not going to do anything. Your what if the presentation was about gelato? Well, you caught me in a loophole. <laughs> but the, the hashtags need to be relevant, right? And that's when they're going to do well. You could also do this in your notes app too, if you're not scheduling. But I actually took, it took me years to develop that system. And I was just writing hashtags on a whim. And one, they weren't as well researched. And two, one day I realized how much time I had spent writing hashtags when I could have just been recording them and hitting copy and paste. And it was, it would literally have been months of my life altogether spent doing that. And then I developed a system. That's what I do in every corner of my business. It's like, Oh, have I done this more than once? Now it's a system. I got a lot of work to do after this. Uh, I'm going to be manually inputting the hashtags for this live, but then I will have a, a backup in the future. Perfect. And it takes, you just, you, know, you make awesome. it sound, okay, here's the thing. You make it sound so easy. I have heard of later. I might be the only person that did not find it helpful. Cause then it's like, sometimes I change my mind. I'm like, oh, I don't like it anymore. This post doesn't resonate with me anymore. And I'm very fickle. I'm like, mm, today I'm not feeling what I wanted to post. So I, I think that's the struggle sometimes. So here's the thing. I've definitely heard that before. I think that just saying that out loud, you must've heard how you're self-sabotaging just a little bit, right? You're doing work. Classic throwing your work away that this is you literally were in my acting class this morning this is a conversation <laughs> <laughs> well you said like I, I do it and then I changed my mind well 
don't change your mind. Here's two, two ways. To <laughs> One, have a strategy that you've decided on, which has like your content buckets, the things that you're going to post about, right? I'm going to post about my acting class. I'm going to post about my um, home yoga practice. And I'm going to post about my time with friends. Um, so you have all of those things done so that you know that you're not going to eventually change your mind and say, oh, that, that one is actually too vulnerable because you've decided how vulnerable you want to be. Right. And then the second thing is <laughs> I, I see a, a student watching right now who I know is going to completely resonate with this because she does the same thing where she'll make something and then she'll delete it. And I have I know lots of people that do this. Right. Um, so it goes back to one deciding not to care, remembering that, like, if, if people don't see it, there's literally nothing wrong with that. And if people do see it, it's it's good. <laughs> right. Um, what else was I going to say? You said you delete you. Oh, okay. So the other thing is people that are, I'm guessing like you who are really like heart centered, you want to be authentic and you, you feel something you're like, this is resonating with me today, but it might not be resonating with me tomorrow. I hear that and scheduling content can have like a bit of a struggle for people that think like that. Right. Here's what I recommend to that scenario is schedule some and make some in the moment because the trap for someone who is determined to be authentic is some days you're not going to feel good and some weeks you're not going to feel good. And if you've pre-scheduled content, you don't need to fall off the face of the earth when you're sorry. I'm my uh, batteries. You're good. It was full. Um, some days you're not going to feel good. And if you've pre-scheduled content that you don't need to show up and lie, you can post when you, what you felt authentic when you pre-scheduled it a week ago. And then you stay algorithmically, you stay in front of people. And it's not not genuine to show up as like, you know, feeling comp looking confident when you're not feeling confident because you don't owe shit to anyone. And if you ran into someone on the street on a day that you weren't feeling good, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like pour your heart out, right? You would, you would give them like a cordial response. Like, yeah, I'm fine. It's nice to see you, right? That doesn't mean you're lying. It's, it's how the world works. And you don't, you don't need to show up when you don't feel good if you don't want to. But algorithmically, if you've planned for it, and if you're looking at your presence as business marketing, then you, you, I think that you're responsible for making sure that your content stays consistent. I missed a caption here or a comment scheduling my uh, sc yeah awesome you're really oh my god i love like i just feel like you found what you're supposed to be doing i'm just so proud of you i know i don't know you that well but i've seen you perform and i just love your energy i'm like you you're just saying everything that's right you have an answer for everything and it's so it's very helpful no these are like kind of all these misconceptions I have, like I was the person that if I hated something, I would delete it. And then I've gotten a little lecture, like, no, you archive that. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing either. Yeah, exactly, right? The whole Robin, uh, I'm like, yes, I, I, I'm guilty of the huge delete. I do that, but I, I no longer do that, I archive. But I also won't have to if I just kind of don't care. It's out there, maybe it resonates, maybe it doesn't, but then we move on in three days. So there you go. Yeah. And I mean, another way that you can look, well, I've given you a lot of ways to look at it, but another way you can look at it is your content is serving people. So why would you take that away from them? Like you're somebody, even if it's your mom is going to look at that post and be like, Oh, 
I'm glad Robin's doing well. Meanwhile, Robin deleted it because she's like having an existential crisis about this post. And your mom's like, oh, where did Robin's post go? She goes back to try and look at it. Like your content is serving people and don't take it away from them. Just let them keep it. And I know it's far easier said than done than to just let it go, which is why I try and add things in. Like your content is only lasting three days anyway. But um, I think it's in like all of our personal wellness best interests to just not take it all so seriously, but to be professional about it. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you would say that people should not post if they're trying to be their true authentic self? Like, is there anything that's too far? Not um, trying to put you on the spot. As I said that question, I'm like, ooh, is this controversial? I don't know. Let's no, find out. Okay. Nothing puts you on the spot. I literally just like my whole life is just talking about this shit. So um, one, it, my quick answer is don't say anything you're not prepared to defend or apologize for. If you say something and it turns out that it was wrong, be graceful. And sometimes your brain can come out on top. Usually your brain can come out on top by an apology. And especially when we're like being vocal right now about like causes that are important to us, chances are you're going to slip up and that's part of the work. Um, so don't say anything you're not afraid to, or don't say anything you won't defend or apologize. If you really do want to defend something you said, then you're just going to draw people closer to you who have that same opinion. Mm -hmm. So defend it or apologize. Uh, I have another one that was like a soundbite that I use all the time. <laughs> you're recycling sound bites for me? How did it's the answer. But I think, it's, I think it is helpful, right? Because I, I'm so scared to say anything sometimes. So I just don't post. And then it seems like I swear I support, but I don't want to go to a bad place. So it's, it's, it's a true fear of mine. I'm like, oh, God, what do I do? Uh, because you want to be there for others. But also, I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I don't know. I kind of, and that's when I go silent. And that's when I'm like, I don't have any pre-schedule. I'm just like, I'm going to stay off the social media for a couple of weeks rejoin when the world is a little whatever uh less yeah i mean i'll never force anyone to like speak up but i mean part of doing the work is accepting that we're flawed and accepting that we have like biases in our minds and there's one way to find them <laughs> you know education and speaking up and not being afraid to maybe be wrong and being graceful in your recovery and then the other thing you asked about especially um when you are like, want to be really authentic and you want to protect like your vulnerability. Right. Uh, so the way that I put it is decide what room in your house you're speaking from. So if you are the type of person that will share online, the type of conversations you'd have at a dinner party. Okay, great. So when you're writing your content picture, that dinner party, how far are we going to push things? How, um, how many like needles are you going to prod people with from the dinner table party? Or if you're like me, you'll take people pretty much all the way in your bedroom. Uh, <laughs> I have like, I have very few <laughs> restrictions. Um, or maybe you're, you want to keep people just in front of your front door. You don't even want to let them in your house. Or maybe you want to meet them a few blocks away at a cafe down the street. And so just visualize, okay, where's my line? Where's my boundary? Where, where does, where does what? Oh no, I hope her phone didn't die. Did your, I lost you for okay. a bit. I'm like, where does what? And you cut out and I, oh no, did your phone die? Oh, you're here? Okay. <laughs> no, but it will die soon. Um, it, but I said, where does your vulnerability end? Like, wh where do you need to stand to, in, in order to protect yourself? Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so considering that your phone is about to die and I don't want it to be an awkward goodbye. Uh, Jenna, thank you for everything, for sharing your time and your knowledge. I have a lot to do, a lot of homework. Uh, guys, go to Jenna's link in bio. She's got a lot of stuff there. And how else do I plug? You're better at promoting everyone. Uh, it's okay. Did I promote you all right? Adequately? I'm oh, going to do the at sign, tag you at some hashtags. Uh, that, that is, that's what's going to happen. Get excited. Uh, but Jenna, you're, I, I'm so excited. I can reconnect with you. And I'm so, I love where you're living right now. I like got to learn more about you in that sense. I'm like, I don't know why I didn't know that. Should have done more of a deep dive. That's on me. But no, no, it's not. And like, this is what I'm talking about. I've known people for years that don't even know that I have a business yet. You need to just keep repeating. You need to keep telling people what's going on with you. You need to re repeat, repeat, repeat your offer. Okay, I'll be like, guys, for, for those of you who don't know, Jenna is no longer in Toronto. Let's see if anyone reads that. I'm going to post that. And then let's see. And then people will be like, wait, what do you mean? I thought you were still living on Queen Street. No. Uh, that'll yeah, be fun for me. Ontario in the fall. Back to Ontario in the fall? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's also why I'm not really disclosing where this is. <laughs> oh, that's, I love it. Some remote cabin. It could be anywhere. Make some guests. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me, Robin. Yeah, this is great. All right. I got, got, I got stuff to do. Follow Jenna. She's awesome. She's got a lot of knowledge. And have a good one. <laughs> you too. Have a great weekend. Bye.